Good morning. It's good to see you here this morning. A really warm welcome to you all. And a really warm welcome to all those who are joining us online this morning. It's good to have you with us as well. This morning we are continuing our series with the song, Blessed Be Your Name. And today we're going to that place when I'm found in the desert place. When I'm found in the painful place. And for many in life, there is desert places. For many of our church family, the last year has felt like going through a wilderness of pain, of torment. But can we still praise God? Can we still praise God? The psalmist says, hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I'm faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. We start with a video. Walk on. That's the call of God upon his disciples to walk on with hope in our hearts. Because Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We pray, Lord, we thank you that even in the wilderness we can know you with us. And Lord, wherever we are today, whatever we're feeling, may we know the presence of the living God coming close to every person who is here in the building, every person who is watching online. Pray for those who are feeling really down today, those who are despairing. May your presence be with them in a way you could never imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And we hear our first scripture reading where Jesus went out into the wilderness. And Carla's going to read it. Thank you, Carla. Jesus is tested in the wilderness. When Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, it's also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I'll give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, 
away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Thank you so much, Carla, for reading the story of Jesus being sent into the wilderness. And our first hymn picks up about God journeying with us through the barren land. All the Welsh here can sing their anthem. The rest of us can join in as we sing. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. The idea of God leading us through the barren places, the barren land. Well, last week we started our summer series of Blessed Be Your Name, a song we know so well and we have sung so often, Blessed Be Your Name, in the land that is plentiful, where streams of abundance flow, Blessed Be Your Name. And it's so easy to praise God in those good times, isn't it? And this week we come to Blessed Be Your Name, when I'm found in the desert place. Though I walk through the wilderness, blessed be your name. <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever been into a desert, <clears throat> a physical desert, but you may have been into a barren place or you may have been into a place where it not physically, geographically, but you've been into that place in your mind or in your life where it has been like a desert, no life, no refreshment, just a fearfully frightening place. A place that is uncomfortable, a place without any water or life. Maybe it's a place where you would choose not to travel to. If you saw it in a tourist brochure, you'd say, I don't want to go there. If you planned for it, you would not want to go. We heard the story just now, read by Carla, of Jesus being led out into the desert, a place of torment, a place that is uncomfortable, where he was tested by the devil. Because the fact is, when we're in that difficult place, that's when we're at our weakest, isn't it? When Satan can get in and get behind us and cause us pain. Throughout the Bible, it's often a place that's traveled through and not a destination of choice. For the Israelites, it was a necessary journey between Egypt and the promised land. Yet because they rebelled against God, they ended up going round in circles for 40 years whilst in rebellion. You'll be glad today to know that we're not all off on a walk to go to a desert, a wilderness place. But this is not about a walk, but a recognition that many people have traveled through or are traveling through some tough places. And I know there are people here in this church 
who at the moment are traveling through incredibly tough places. There are others who've come out of a tough place but are bruised and hurt by that experience. The question we ask ourselves is, even though we have been through that wilderness, can we still shout, blessed be your name, to God? Can we still say, it's great? Well, last week we made this picture of joy and fruit. The flowers were lovely. But this week we're making the wilderness. And when you came in, you might have noticed on your seat is a piece of card. And there's pens scattered around. You'll notice at the moment our cactus has not got any needles. Now, one thing I know about a lot of cactus, is not all, is they're very prickly to touch. And I'm wanting to use the image of a needle, something that's pain, to be our pain that we are going through. So I'm going to invite you now at this part of the service just to get a piece of card that's around. If you can't find one, look for an empty chair. There'll be one on there. And I've lost mine. It was up here. And, Jot, uh, it was here this morning. It's gone. Can I have a piece of card? Thank you very much. I would say to my glamorous assistant, but that would be too much. <laughs> On that piece of card, you can write something. It might be a prayer of help me, Lord, in my pain. It might be a prayer for somebody else who is going through pain. It might be about your pain. You just say, help. Or whatever word you write onto it. It does not matter. Nobody's going to read these. But you can write on. This is your moment to recognize pain. And when you have written on it, I want you to roll it up as tight as you can. Now those of you who've got a past of smoking or even a present of smoking, you will know how to do this. For those of you who haven't, just roll it up as tight as you can. And it doesn't matter whether you do it portrait or landscape. We're not testing here. And just having written on it, roll it up like that. Just a few moments while you just think, what am I going to write? What pain am I bringing to God today? What pain am I just recognizing that I am going through? What is the trauma that I'm bringing to God today? Write it on. I could do with a few helpers. I've got five, six baskets here. If you can just grab one. Uh, and generally, as a basket comes close to you, just pop your pain in there. Can we remember also that there's people upstairs that need the basket to go up to them? As the baskets come close, if you've done one, it's not obligatory that everybody does one.
There's people upstairs collecting. If you've not had yours collected, if you hold it slightly higher so that those who are collecting can see it, that's wonderful. Anybody else got one to collect? Just hold it up high. Okay. And when everybody's been collected, if their baskets can come back towards the front, that's lovely. Anybody not been collected downstairs? I think we're collected up downstairs. Anybody upstairs not been collected? I think we're collected upstairs. So if the baskets can come back to the front, that's lovely. Okay. Are they coming down from upstairs? The stairs always seem to take an immense amount of time to come down, don't they? Here comes one. Well done. Any more coming down from upstairs? That's great. Thank you very much. Bring them down. Thank you so much. Here they come. Brilliant. Thank you. These pieces of paper indicate our pain. As the service continues, they're going to be placed on the cactus as the needles. I'm not going to do them all because I'll get it wrong. But let's just be quiet before God for a minute as we hold up our pain. And we say, Lord, blessed be your name. When I'm found in the desert place. Lord, we offer you our pain. And Lord, in this service as we talk about pain, may we also know your healing and your restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll raise an alleluia. It's nice to hear some voices singing in the building again, isn't it? And if you're at home, hope you're singing along as well and waking your neighbours up on this glorious Sunday, summer, England morning. With such beautiful weather, we are planning a well-being walk tomorrow. So you might want to get your wellies on, you might want your waterproofs, you might have your umbrella or... You might just want to come in shorts, it, it rumps off. So we're still going to have our walk, regardless of the weather, unless there's a storm. Okay, if there's a storm, we will stay at home. But if the weather is just like today, a summer England day, we will do our walk still, but we will finish at the bandstand. So you might want to bring your own coffee in a cup, and uh, we'll walk along, and we'll get some fresh air together, and uh, we'll have a reflection at the bandstand, but who knows, it might be sunny, so be prepared. 
also want to invite you, we've written this morning some of our sorrows and sadness and pain, and for many of us, we've lost loved ones, friends, family uh, throughout the pandemic that we haven't had the opportunity to say a proper goodbye to. So we invite you to a couple of services, just quiet reflections on Monday, the 16th of August, and then in, on the Sunday, the 26th of September. They're on your notice sheet. We'd welcome anyone just to come and join and uh, just to spend a few moments together remembering those who we've lost. On a lovely positive note, for children, I'm sure you can't wait to get back to school, and for any of you who are going up into maybe starting school for the first time, or you are going into secondary school, um, or you're just making a different move to different school maybe, we've got these books that are free. Parents, please come and pick one up if you'd like one. They're really good. They're really helpful to work through with your kids to help them prepare for school and what is coming ahead of them and the fun that they're going to have. Because the weather's so lovely, we want to invite you to a barbecue next Sunday. So it is perfect barbecue weather, isn't it, today? Exactly how we'd expect it to be. So next Sunday, after the service, we invite everyone to come, to stay. We're going to be out the back. If the weather's good, hopefully we can be outside and enjoy ourselves. And uh, for those of you who have watched the Olympics and been inspired, you have an opportunity next Sunday. Next Sunday, we have and it is very serious in this church, a table tennis competition. We've got a couple of key people to beat. John over there has been doing his warm-ups. Neil is at home practicing today, I believe. So we've got a couple of people that are really up for some competition. So if you want to have a go, even if it's your first time, have a go and have some fun. Anyway, I think that's all the notices. Is that all the notices? Yeah, fantastic. So... Look in your notice sheet. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. We're going to take up our morning offering where we have taken it up. If you haven't seen, we have some boxes around. We've got a card machine out the front. If you want to during the service, during one of the songs, please feel free to put your offering in. But we're going to stop and just thank God for his blessings. And we thank each one of you who have been able to continue to support the work of this church throughout the last year and a half, it's meant that we can still meet together and still worship our God and support those abroad who are doing the same as what we're trying to do. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for your endless, constant love and grace in our lives. Father God, we've just written down some of the things that rip us apart, that break, our, break us and cause pain and sadness. And yet, God, in every single one of those things, you are there with us. You're our Lord. You're our shepherd. You're the one who carries us in our time of need. And as we face those storms, you have always been there. Father God, we thank you that you care about our deepest needs. God, we wouldn't want to face the challenges of life without you by our side. And so, Father God, we say thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for your many blessings in our lives. And God, we just thank you and 
offer you our, our money and ourselves this morning and pray that you would take these gifts as a thank you for your incredible love. And Lord, we just pray that you'd use these gifts, that more people might come to know your love too, that as they walk through their storms of life, we might be able to share your love and your light and your hope with them. God, we pray you'd use these gifts, that many more people might come to know you too. For we ask it for your glory and with incredibly grateful hearts. Amen. At this point in the service, we are going to be... Uh, she lost her mask. Uh, we're going to be recognizing uh, the beginning of our new church ministry. And those of you who've been around and know we've, we've been working towards setting up a debt center for those who need help with debt called Community Money Advice. Have I got it right, Alison? I got it right. I don't guarantee to get it right throughout the whole of what I'm going to say. CMA, Community Money Advice, which is a free service for people who are in debt to give them help and support to be able to take control and to be free of their debt. At the same time as doing it, we'll be talking about the love of God and showing the love of God through our actions. There are some people who have worked really hard. It is a huge task to get trained because you have to be trained up to the level of the FSA, the Financial Services Authority, and because the whole scheme is registered by the Financial Services Authority. So I'm going to invite Alison up onto the stage. Now, Alison's the leader. Uh, she leads the um, meeting place. This is part of the ministry of the meeting place. So Alison, uh, you've done a phenomenal job. And I think we just need to recognize Alison's work to even get in it anywhere near this stage. Well done. And thank you. Let's show our appreciation for Alison. Even when Alison was on holiday last week, she was still trying to sort out the insurance. Um, and uh, she thinks I don't know these things, but I do. <laughs> uh, as, you know, the insurance, because it's all been sorted out, the amount of paperwork that Alison has had to create to satisfy the Financial Services Authority is huge. It's even more than she had to do for, as a teacher for Ofsted. And uh, it's a phenomenal task. Alison, we really appreciate you, and we celebrate you as a person. <laughs> Little did you know when you were coming to work at Romford Baptist Church, giving up teaching to lead uh, the meeting place ministry, that you would then be running a community money adv advice <laughs> I'm going to get it right. I did, I did promise you I would get it right all the time. So thank you very much. Now, there are those who actually also undergone huge amount of training for this. It is intense. They've had to attend two full days, do their testing, and then also scenarios and all this sort of thing. If you are one of those people who have been trained as a community money advice worker could you please come up onto the stage now there are uh, come on team don't leave Alison on her own thank you including the birthday girl I won't say how old Brie 
I mean, even with community money advice numbers, we might not get that high. <laughs> is there anybody else who is missing? Yeah, me, come on, lovely. Firstly, a huge thank you to you for investing yourself in this ministry. We believe God's going to touch lives for those who have uh, needed some support because they've got themselves or been got into debt. It is said that actually most people are one paycheck away from debt. It doesn't matter whether you're the most wealthy, high earner, because people tend to get mortgages to what they can afford. And when a paycheck fails to come in, they're in big trouble. These people are going to be the face of hope when people come in. And when Alison took the papers next door uh, to the job centre and said, we're doing this, what was their words? We need that, wasn't it? We really need these because of the people who are in debt. We're not able to give out money and pay off people's debts. What we do is we work with the creditors and work with them to help them to find a way out of debt. We write and work write directly to people who are owed money and we undertake for that. It's a hard task you've taken on. You don't need me to tell you that. And, but God has called us at this time to serve our community in this way. Let's pray for this ministry. Father God, for every life that's going to be touched by these sisters and brothers and those who are not able to be here today, through the Community Money Advice Centre. We pray for those lives. We pray, Lord, that the people will be free of debt through this ministry. We pray, Lord, that lives will be transformed through this ministry. Lord, for those who are in despair because debt has got on top of them, we pray, Lord, that there will be freedom. For those, Lord, who can see no other way and are thinking of doing something very serious to themselves because of debt, Lord, we pray they will hear about this ministry. They will come along and they will be helped. Bless these sisters and brothers, Lord. Give them words to say in season. Help them with the numbers. Help them with the letters. Help them as they make a difference. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's show our appreciation to all these sisters and brothers. And this is our new A-team. So we are grateful. And please don't just pray now. Keep praying for them. If you know somebody who is in debt, get them to contact us. The details are on the website or speak to Alison or any of these here and they will tell you how to make an appointment. If you have debt that you are feeling 
is out of control. What they do is confidential. They don't say, oh, I have heard about this, and they come and tell the pastor. I don't get to know. That's not what's happening here. It's a confidential support. If you are struggling and want help, particularly speak to Alison, and she will help you as you need that help. Bless you. Thank you very much. We're talking about those in the desert places, those in the wilderness. Very often debt is a wilderness experience. We hear a second reading, and David's going to read this from Psalm 116. The the words of despair from one of the psalmists. Thank you, David. Our second reading this morning is taken from the book of Psalms, Psalm 116. I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, Lord, have delivered me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I trusted in the Lord when I said, I am greatly afflicted. In my alarm I said, everyone is a liar. What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of the faithful servants. Truly, I am your servant, Lord. I serve you just as my mother did. You have freed me from my chains. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you. Now, in our wilderness picture... We need some wilderness animals. And so, children, as we sing this next song, come on down from wherever you are. Come and join us on the table. Let's help 
get the wilderness to have some animals. And I think at some point, the needles are going to be put in the cactus as we recognize we have a good, good father. Come on down, children, if you want to help Hannah and team on the creation of the wilderness. Thank you. Please do sit down. Did you uh, hear those words? You are loved by that father. You are loved by God. If you hear nothing else today, and maybe you're in a real desert place, hear those words of truth over your life. You are loved by God. Recently, many of us did the prayer course too online, and it was great to engage with that over a series of Wednesday evenings, looking at the theme of unanswered prayer. And maybe you've experienced unanswered prayer where God hasn't answered the prayer you wanted and things haven't gone right. We learn about God's presence even in the hard times. God is present with us despite how we feel. God hasn't left us. God hasn't deserted us. God is there. I came across this a while ago, and as I was preparing this service, it came to my mind. It's from a book that I love the title of. Do you ever wish you wrote a book when you read a title and you think, I could write that book, but somebody else has nicked the title before? This title, it's by a guy called Gary Gilpin, and the title of the book is Sacred Cows Make Great Barbecues. Sacred cows. I mean, you know, what a title. And he's looking at church life and many of the things we hold sacred are actually better off being barbecued because that's not what God wants. Well, in that book is a very well-known piece of writing. And I'm going to read it to you and you're going to be so know it, but listen to it carefully once again. One night... I dreamed about walking along the beach with the Lord. Many scenes from my life flashed across the sky. In each scene, I noticed footprints in the sand. Is it sounding familiar? Yeah, I thought it would. Sometimes there were two set of footprints, and other times there was one set of footprints. This bothered me because I noticed that during the low periods of my life, when I was suffering from anguish, sorrow or defeat I could see only one set of footprints so I said to the Lord you promised me Lord that if I followed you you would walk with me always but I have noticed that during the most trying periods of my life there has been only one set of footprints in the sand why when I most needed you most have you not been there for me And the Lord replied, yes, sorry about that. I would love to have picked you up and 
giving you huggles, but I'm kind of attempting to make a champion out of you. If I keep putting you on my shoulders like that footprint in the sand stuff, you'll never grow past being a child. My aim is to make you a world beater, a Goliath slayer, a real history maker. Get it? So it'd be all right if we stopped complaining and took it on the chin. Well, it's a different version of it, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, there are times we go through real difficulties. And there are times when in that difficulties, a miracle happens and we get very excited and praise God. There are times when in that difficulties, the miracle doesn't happen. And then we start really struggling. When I go out, as I'm invited to often to local churches or other churches to help them doing a health check, I will often ask them, what season are you in as a church? And they will come back with all sorts of things like, it's spring, we can see new life coming. It's summer, we're seeing lots of fruit for what we're doing. It's autumn, yes, more fruit, but actually the sense, another saying, it's winter. It all feels very dead. But even in winter, nature is at work. Even in winter, the trees are putting down deeper roots that they can be stronger in the summer. Even in winter, things are happening. And I could ask you today, what season do you feel you are in? What season do you feel you are in? And it might mean you say, you might reply, Ian, it's spring because everything's going so well and I can see hope around the corner. Life is starting to get back to normal. I can see spring. Others will say, it's summer, it's raining. It's summer because of all the things that I can see and the fruit and I just feel like I can relax a bit. Others saying, It's autumn, and I've got a lot of pruning to do to get ready for winter. But it feels like I'm going into a tough time. There's toughness ahead. And then others will say, I feel it's in winter. Where are you? What season are you in? Good morning, church. I just want to call on few people just to share with us how they have experienced God in that desert place, in that painful place, when you have experienced God. God has said, He will never leave us nor forsake us. Is always there. So I just want to call on a few people. Just share with us. It's testimony time. How? When you have passed through that desert place, I just want you to share with us how you have feel 
how you have experienced God in your desert place. Anyone? Anyone? It's suddenly gone quiet. <laughs> so are we going to say we've never experienced this at place? And has God abandoned us at such a time and therefore we do not have anything to say? So which means everything the pastor has been saying since morning is all... Yes, anyone? Yes. Thank you. I am trying to deliver all of us because we all seem shy to come up. So, you know, the Bible says that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding becomes ours in times of trials and tribulation. And of course, this past year has been a difficult year for many of us. And for me in particular, and I trust that the same has applied to many of us, that we have experienced God's peace in the desert place. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, good morning, church. You see, in life, we have so many challenges and uh, in our desert places. Uh, you know, like if the Lord promised you you are coming to England and you don't have any you don't have any pens in your pocket. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a nice desert. You are looking at the Lord. Oh Lord, help me out. You went around, you couldn't even get a penny. And someone just rang you and learned that you wanted to travel out. I said, Yes, I've been looking for money, I couldn't get money. And that person said, on Saturday, someone will come and give you money. And that person sent me 1,000 pounds, which is a lot of money. So that is the desert I faced in my life. And therefore, I'm here now, enjoying in, in the Rumble Baptist Church, praising God. And that is what the Lord has done for me. Amen. 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 Yes? Any other testimony? Yes? Oh, Okay. I will come to you. I'm living in Parkside at the moment, and an agency lady couldn't get me up out the chair, so I fell over. But I'm sure God was with me because I didn't break any bones or anything, and I didn't hurt myself. So I just want to say thank you to God for helping me. Amen. 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 Any other? Yes, ma'am. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, exactly four years ago, my husband passed away. And um, in June, exactly the same day, I traveled um, to Nigeria to bury my mom. When he passed away, I told God, I said, you didn't answer my prayers. I questioned God 
Because people say you don't question God. It was my desert. It was like, God, I was alone. It was like I was lonely and I, I, was, I was afraid. I wouldn't lie with four children. But God has been faithful. He has never left me. Indeed, he has been a husband to the widow, the father to my lovely children. He has been my father. I have never, I always think, oh, I eat what I want. I don't even beg for money. I just thank God for his faithfulness unto me. I give God the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 God is very faithful. Okay. Any other? Yes, please. Good morning. Um, we are new here. But in December 2016, I was um, nearly uh, giving birth to uh, my little girl. And on our last scan, they said that she had cancer in her left kidney. So it was really hard for me and my, uh, my husband uh, to go through it. And they said as soon as she was born, she was going to be taken for surgery to have her kidney removed and started um, chemotherapy. Um, so uh, I'm from Brazil, and my dad is a pastor in Brazil. So the church start praying, and we start praying here. And she was born, taken to surgery, and then the next day, doctors called us to explain. They couldn't explain how, but the cancer disappeared. And our baby girl is healthy, and uh, she is a miracle. Amen. 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 All the time. But we still go through desert places. We go through difficult times. And it'll be sort of dishonest if we say become a Christian and live heavily, happily ever after because there are tough times. There are tough times. But walking through the wilderness can sometimes be a discovery. Some people like to walk pilgrimages. Anne here will tell you about her pilgrimage. If you just ask her, she'll tell you. And one day she's going to tell us all. But in that, that walking and discovering of self and discovering of God, God can break through. Others find themselves in desperate places and I praise God for the ministries of Teen Challenge, of Green Pastures, of the many different organisations that I can list who reach out to people and rescue them from their desert place. I believe that's what Community Money Advice is going to do as well, is rescue people from their desert place. But today, as we draw to a conclusion of service, I also want to invite you to have your breakthrough. As we wrote out our pain and have made this cactus and the needles full of pain, we today also can be looking to God for victory, where Christ can overcome. God 
does more than we can imagine. And we need to acknowledge that God, even when we are in our struggles, this song that this series of services are based upon, blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, blessed be your name in the wilderness, and we're going to come to other ones in the next few weeks, was a song that was written by Matt and Beth Redman. And they wrote this song as they were going through a place of real pain, having suffered a series of miscarriages together. Yet they wrote this song about their wilderness, their desert places. And I acknowledge that praising God in struggles and sticking with him through storms is not always easy. But it's so important. Getting getting yourself into a place where you can truly worship God is so uplifting. Sometimes we need people to lift us up and support us. Other times we need to just do something ourselves. And it can depend on who you are and where you are, how you do it. Sometimes we feel so good, we want to dance around the room, and that's okay. Other times we're so broken, we just want to lie on the floor. But God is in those places. You might feel able to sing out loud and lift up your arms. You might not. But today, I pray for everyone who is going through the wilderness, the desert place. That you know Christ knows that place. He has been there. I pray for everyone who is struggling with life in itself. You will know the presence of of the Holy Spirit. As we sang, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and change the atmosphere. Maybe today your atmosphere in your life is changing as God breaks through. But let us take time today to intentionally praise God together. The children have been making Some creatures for John the Baptist to eat, I think. The locusts and those sorts of things. But as making the critters to go around the wilderness. And yes, often in the wilderness places, we meet things we don't want to meet. But God protects. Let's bring our prayers to God. In pain, in agony in desert, in wilderness places. Father, we hold on to your word, which says you will never leave us nor forsake us. And therefore we trust your word, Lord. Irrespective of where we are in our lives, O Lord, Father, we need your peace. We need your comfort. And this morning we have written those pains. The power of resurrection that rolled away the stone 
I pray this morning, let it wipe all tears away in the name of Jesus. There are several of our members who have been billed for surgery. Those in the hospital, those that cannot even share what they are passing through, but you know them all. Father, we pray that you stretch forth your hand this morning and touch every life in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you will increase our belief. You will deal with our unbelief that even in our desert place, O oh Lord, we will experience you. Almighty God, we pray for all those who have lost loved ones, especially in this time of pandemic. You are the God that comforts. We pray that you will comfort everyone. We pray your peace into every home. And almighty God, we also remember Jehan this morning. We've been told that the doctors have diagnosed a tumor. Father, may they experience you. May you intervene in this case, O oh Lord. Father Almighty, we come to you, we know and we are assured that you are always with us. Answer our prayers, O oh Lord. Give us testimony in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
We started off with that song, you will never walk alone because you won't walk alone because Christ is always with you. We've just finished saying that, that we have the victory. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus. Well done to the children for all they have done and for creating our wilderness experience. Well done, Hannah and Sarah, who made it happen. But for all of us, may we go in the knowledge that Christ goes with us. In our wilderness, Christ will be there. In our mountaintop experiences, Christ will be there. When we go through the deepest valley, Christ will be there. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And may the blessing of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with each one of us this day and forevermore. Amen. The worship group are just going to sing over us as we conclude our service. God bless you. It's great to see you. Do greet one another safely as you can, but do greet one another. Start talking to one another. Start being a fellowship of God's people again. And God bless you this week. And this song is, This Is My Prayer in the Desert. Thank you.